Hello. Hello. My name is Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD. With Matt and Emily. Hi. Welcome back. It's been a while. I mean, to our listeners. It's only been a week to our listeners. They they don't know that it's been like three weeks since we recorded. Four weeks? I think four. Three or four weeks since we recorded. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. But we're back. We're back. No no more backlogs. We have to start recording again. uh you're back from ohio and you're back from japan and here we are yeah in brooklyn brooklyn <laughs> we all took planes you, you flew right i did yes because you don't always fly i don't always fly i found a very cheap ticket and i did not take the bus to japan can you imagine you'd still be there okay let's see how long all right how long does it take to drive across the country like 20 24 30 hours if you go from like new york to like san francisco or something i feel like it would be more than that but i don't know 40 hours i don't know you can drive to all right you can drive to florida (laughs) in 24 from here so i guess the wide way is wider than the tall way (laughs) i don't know i don't know i would guess if you did it if you did it all straight if you didn't stop you just like or like you did like pit stops but like you didn't stay overnight anywhere uh, or spend significant times at any like tourist things. I think you could probably do it 36 hours, day and a half. If you just like rotated drivers the whole time. I'm getting some side eye from our guest. <laughs> it's 24 hours to Omaha from here if you don't stop. To just to Nebraska. Just like half. So we're going, all right, 48 hours to go the whole way. I guess. I'm going to go for that. 48 hours. <laughs> Okay, so you got two days of that, and then how long would be the boat from San Francisco? You got to get a bus onto a boat. Yeah, because you're taking the bus. You have to find a ferry that goes, Uh, or just a boat. Uh, yeah. Well, what do you mean, just a boat? A boat that has a car, but to me, a cargo ship. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you said, but Emily said, just a boat. It's got to be bigger. Like, no, it's bigger than a boat. I was saying it couldn't. It didn't have to be just a ferry. It could be. It could be just a boat that is not a ferry. I don't think you'd want a ferry. I think feel like ferries are like not meant. They're not like deep water <laughs> boats. They're meant for short trips. Like you want like an ocean liner. That's like a cruise ship yeah. or a cargo ship. You want a big boat. What if waves come? I feel like a. I feel like a ferry is not good for waves. I don't know. I feel like probably not. We have a guest. We do. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the podcast stage, friend, animator, Nora Jones. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yes. And thank, thank you for helping us figure out the math portion of this podcast. Yeah. Omaha. So have you driven to Omaha? I have driven from Omaha to New York. Are you from Omaha? How do you know this? I am from Omaha. I'm okay. in Omaha, Nebraska. Woohoo. Woohoo. Represent. Oh, maybe this can get Shout us Shout out ne- 402. Get us some Nebraska listeners. Yeah. I don't remember if we have any or not. <laughs> I have a map that tells me where people listen to, and I don't remember if Nebraska is on the map or not. Could be, though. I'll look it up right as we talk. But please don't let this interrupt <laughs> your introduction. You should. I'm going to shout out Jen, because she is in oh, Omaha, yeah. and she could listen. She could listen. Yeah. Jen Send is a person. Her. She lives there. She lives in Omaha, yes, right hey, now. Hey, Jen. <laughs> We've never met, but hello. <laughs> she gets personalized shout outs. She would definitely listen. Okay, good. Well, she just did, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyone who's like i'll listen if you shout me out i'll just shout them out you should just start randomly picking names like, yeah jessica uh hey um uh robbie 
Margot Robbie. Hey. Here's to you, Robbie. <laughs> um, uh, Taylor, give it a listen. That's a good choice because it's a gender neutral name. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Taylor's that's why on all sides. That's why Taylor Swift says her parents named her Taylor, Just, so she would have a gender neutral name, so she could make it big. Yeah. Um, that's that's what she says. And Swift is a move in Pokemon. I'm sure that they. I'm sure they <laughs> knew that. that. Hey, was she born in 1989? Is that when she, she was, was born? Because yes. of the album. See, I know things. <laughs> um, cool. Cool. How uh, is everyone doing? Why is this so awkward? Um, <laughs> I'm good. I'm just trying to look up this Nebraska thing. And we definitely have listeners in Nebraska. Um, oh, it's so exciting. Four, four, four <laughs> listen. Four times people listen in Nebraska. Let's hope to at least double that number. <laughs> yeah. um, I was in Ohio for two weeks. And it was great. I got to hang out with my puppies. That's what I did on our podcast break. Um, as promised on the last episode, or not the last, two two weeks ago, as promised, I was at a wedding the day that episode came out. I saw people get married in a Shinto temple. Nope, Ooh. shrine. I, so there's a distinction between shrine and temple, and I have to make sure I keep that clear. Because <laughs> I've already yelled at people <laughs> for confusing them. So I would feel like a real hypocrite. Uh but it was cool. I thought it was cool. Some people thought it was creepy. I thought it was cool. It's yeah. creepy in the same way that like church weddings are creepy, like or can be, with like chants and uh, just the ceremony of it can come off as. Listen, I'm not creeped out by it. When I get married anywhere, I don't care. <laughs> but I do understand that sometimes like religious stuff can seem creepy to someone who's it's not their uh, Emily. Stop punching the microphone. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> Uh, to someone who's religion, it is not. It can seem a little weird, bizarre, whatever. I thought it was cool. <laughs> uh, sake. We got to drink sake as part of like the wedding ceremony or the marriage, like not the reception, like in the ceremony, there was sake drinking, mm. which I like sake and it really, it really helped the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> was this ceremony in Japanese? Um, it was in English and in Japanese. It was like I the the purely religious stuff, like some of the chants and things, were all done in Japanese. So I don't know what any of that was. Um, and some of the commands. So there's like these two. There were these two girls who were in charge of doing a lot of like the little setup stuff like they poured the sake for instance and there's like a whole ceremonial way of doing that uh and so whenever they got like instructions it was in japanese or it was just hand signals which is fun to watch uh but then like all the vows and all that stuff was all in english um in fact there was like i guess like you sort of read like in japanese they'll roll up not roll up it's like a folded roll. <laughs> you're taking paper <laughs> and you're not really folding it. You're sort of like half fold. You're not creasing it. You're like... Like a scroll? S- no, 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 not quite. Like if you can imagine... Okay, imagine rolling a, pe- a piece of paper and then like smushing it. So it has like a light crease, but it's not like a hard crease to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's just a a, a deep bend. <laughs> So there's a piece of paper that's like, I guess it's probably 11 by 17. So like bigger than an eight and a half by 11. And that 
on that is Japanese, all like the vows and like the wedding sort of contract element of it all. Um, and they write all that in Japanese and the, the, the bride and the groom are not in this scenario are, are not fluent in Japanese. So, or speak really any Japanese, I don't think. Um, but so they have this Japanese halfway folded thing, uh, that they have to hold out to read the vows, but then they just get to put an English cheat sheet inside of that, Ah. (laughs) uh, which we all knew because we were all there when they, they do like a rehearsed, like not a rehearsal, like as in when you do like a rehearsal dinner kind of thing. Like literally we all watched them rehearse the unfolding the paper. <laughs> uh, there's a thing with like these leaves that you have to turn around. Uh, I'm being very facetious about this all, but that's just because I don't know what anything's actually called. But there's all this stuff and like everyone in the wedding saw all of that because there weren't that many people there. There's only like, uh, there were uh, eight or no, nine people to bear witness to the wedding and then the bride and the groom. So 11 total people. Um, because there wasn't that many of us, we all watched the whole <laughs> rehearsal happen. So we all knew there was an English version of the paper. And <laughs> is, is, yeah, it was interesting. I went to a wedding in Norway last summer. And there, it was all in English. Uh, I've mm-hmm. never been to a wedding outside of the U.S. I feel so left out. I've been to a wedding in the Bahamas. Those are my two out of the country ones, though. That was all in English. Tell your friends to start having destination I weddings. I know. Yeah. Shout out to all my friends having destination weddings. Any one of friends of Nora thinking about getting married, listen to this podcast and hear her opinions on it. Uh, it's a great excuse to go somewhere. Uh, you're from Omaha. When was the last time you were Omaha. there? A year ago. It's not year. for a long time. One year ago. Yeah. Um, Aren't you going in like September? I am. I'm going in September to go to the Backstreet Boys concert. <laughs> is that they only play in Omaha now? <laughs> no, but it's like a hundred dollars cheaper to go in mm. Omaha than it is to go in Brooklyn. That is true about things like that. Uh, <laughs> Benefits to the Midwest. Uh, while I was home, I went to Starbucks and I got two drinks. And it was less than my one drink here, and I was very upset. <laughs> Even in Japan, which Japan's as big as New York or bigger, really, or not Japan, I mean uh, Tokyo, um, things were che- I, cheaper. It was cheaper there to get stuff than it is here. And I was like really surprised. Like a beer, like, so it'd be like 300 yen for a beer, which is roughly like $2.80 or something like that. Because <laughs> uh, oh, 100 yen is currently less than an American dollar. Um, but like a cheap place would be like 300 yen for a beer. Even like expensive beer would only be like six or 700, which again works out to be, you know, like closer to five or six dollars American, <laughs> which is crazy because it's, you think it'd be really expensive there, mm-hmm. but it's not. wonder why that's different. <laughs> I don't know. Tea would be like a, a, if I got like a bottle of tea, it'd be like a dollar. It's great. I often don't get tea out when I'm out because it's too expensive when I know I have so much tea at home. Yeah. <sighs> Speaking of tea. That's where everyone's from. Anyways, or where they've been recently. I'm not from Japan. <laughs> uh, I am from Ohio. In my soul. And Nora's from Omaha. I'm from Omaha, yeah. And I'm not from... I've been to neither of those places. Well. Okay. Ohio's great. I've not been to Ohio. I've not been to Nebraska. The entirety of those states. I guess I've probably 
I guess I've probably flown over both of them. And I don't mean to say that in a derogatory way. I think I probably just have. Uh, I hate it when people call the Midwest states flyover states. It makes yeah. me very mad. Well, I, that's kind of, I almost, I almost stopped saying it because I was like. Oh, We're both I, very mad at you. I, well, I was like going to be like, just honestly being like, I've flown over both of them. And I was like, oh, I'm calling them flyover states. <laughs> I, which, no, it, that, I didn't mean it that way. And I do agree that is a rude thing to say, even though I'm a coastal elitist who's from Massachusetts and moved to New York. <laughs> Omaha and, has the best zoo in the country. I'll fight you. Oh my God. Emily's going to fight you right I now. I think we've had this no, conversation. We've had this debate before, but you've never been to the Omaha Zoo. And you've never been to the Columbus exactly. Zoo. So it's a stalemate. Wow. I do think Omaha is ranked. They're like top three. Like that San Diego, Columbus, Omaha, and San Diego. Uh-huh. I thought, the, I thought the one in St. Louis was pretty nice. Eh, it's fine. No, that doesn't count. <laughs> uh, um, not a state I flew over, a state I flew to and stayed there. <laughs> Missouri. <laughs> I'm just saying the Columbus Zoo has manatees. That's true. We don't have manatees. St. Louis Zoo has a red panda. You're not going to win this one. <laughs> i just naming my favorite things. <laughs> the city of St. Louis. <laughs> red pandas. Uh, uh, the DC Zoo has a red panda too, and they mm. have real pandas. And they have they have real pandas. They're pretty cool. We took my nephew there, and the red panda was like running all over. And he, my nephew is too. He's very excited about the red panda, and he started going hi, hi, <laughs> trying to get it to respond to him. <laughs> he then called it a cat. It's like that's not a cat. That'll happen. Yeah, <laughs> big cat. I also went to the zoo while I was home with my nephew, who was two. <laughs> Two-year-olds love the zoo. Um, he was very excited. He was really good at pointing. <laughs> Something me and two-year-olds have in common. Loving zoos. I love a zoo. Emily, I think you were going to try to transition. Yeah, I earlier. was. And then we got uh-huh. distracted by the only thing I care about more than tea, which is the zoo. <laughs> um, let's talk about tea. Tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk. We're drinking tea today. Tell us about this tea, Emily. This is apple cinnamon warmth black tea. Apple, apple cinnamon. Please tell me that title again. Apple cinnamon. Warmth. Uh-huh. Black tea. Apple, do you think it's apple cinnamon warmth? Black tea? <laughs> sure. The warmth from apple cinnamon. It's, it's Where the, should the emphasis go? I think it's apple think cinnamon it's, warmth. Black tea. I think it's apple cinnamon warmth. Black mm. tea. Mm. I like that one. I like that one. <laughs> Anyways, to continue on this tea, it's from our... Um, the tea company that we're ambassadors for, Plum Deluxe. Uh, if you enjoy our description of this tea, you can go to plumdeluxe.com and use the VIP code TBD, T-E-A-B-D, and get this tea for yourself. And you get 10% off and you uh, get, at checkout. You do. Um, this tea is warm and scrumptious and a hug in a mug. The hug in the mug description is what made me pick this as today's tea. <laughs> I said i wanted a hug and this is how i'm getting one (laughs) this tea is a black tea it has cinnamon chips apple pieces orange blossoms apple and cinnamon essences love gratitude has tea has caffeine sorry better have tea (laughs) and you steep one teaspoon in boiling water for three to five minutes and that's the description of tea wow uh thank you plum deluxe our company that we like a lot <laughs> we're really tiptoeing around the language we're allowed to use <laughs> um this tea smells like cinnamon that was my first thoughts in fact i've already said that to both of you off mic 
There's a lot of cinnamon. I think it smells like a sh- like a sugar cookie. That's what the smell I'm getting out of it. I think snickerdoodle. Mm. I can see a snickerdoodle. Yeah. I think snickerdoodles maybe more. Yeah. I love snickerdoodles. I make great snickerdoodles. You do make great snickerdoodles. Thank you. Hmm. I've never <laughs> had the pleasure of having one. <laughs> I'll make one for you eventually. One. <laughs> Just one. One cookie. Not a whole batch. How? Okay. How hard is it to make one single cookie? You throw away a lot away, right? Because you, you have to crack an egg to make cookies or no? Yeah. Yeah. So you just like, you'd have to like beat an egg, but then just take like an eyedropper amount. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should try it. There's a scene in Bridesmaids, I'm pretty sure, where she just makes one cupcake. Isn't, is that true? Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> I have a picture of her making just one cupcake. And I always thought that seems like a lot of work. It does. Although cupcake, probably less waste than a cookie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make like one like miniature cookie, like a cookie crisp. You know, that? remember those cereals? Cookie yes. Cookie yeah. crisp. Making one tiny little cookie. <laughs> For Nora's wedding picnic, I made cookies and I made snickerdoodles. It's true. Wow. That was a fun I'm connection. Here, I'm here to sow dissent between the two of you. It's working She's very made well. Lots of cookies. <laughs> I made so many cookies for her wedding picnic. Every time Emily <laughs> talks about cookies, I always bring up that she's never made me any cookies. Including <laughs> that you make carrot cake ones, which I've said is carrot cake is my favorite kind of cake. I still haven't had one of these cookies. Wow. When's her birthday? Uh, it just happened. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> Emily didn't bring me any. If it makes you feel better. It won't. I once <laughs> promised cookies to previous podcast guest, Heather Muhammad, um, for Valentine's Day and her birthday, which are right around each other. And I, that was two years ago, and I, I still haven't made those cookies for her, so. Yeah. Well. So. This is making me feel really special. <laughs> I know, and I'm feeling worse and worse. <laughs> It'll happen. But at least Heather, I'm just Heather not and there I, yet. Heather and I are at least, I like Heather. We're friends. Nora, you and I are enemies right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. It's a dramatic turn. <laughs> Normally, we have friends on this podcast, and today I made an enemy. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you called this a flyover state, so yeah. you know. <laughs> I'm here to make, yeah, I'm here to make lots of enemies. Yeah, anyone, <laughs> any of those Omaha <laughs> listeners that we gained instantly hated me for. <laughs> Listen, I didn't call it a flyover state. I said I flew over it. <laughs> Inherently, that means it's a flyover state. Um, I've flown over New York. I'm yes. Oh, you know what? To I've, land, mm. but I have flown over. <laughs> I've I've flown over New York just straight up because I flew out of used to fly out of Boston. <laughs> And it flies over New York? Yeah, to people who live in yeah. Maine, Boston. If I went to LA, I'd fly over New York. Why not? I didn't even... Geography's weird. Uh, I'll... <laughs> okay. We need to set our differences oh, aside. When you... Well, okay, here's a crazy thing. Here's another flyover state. <laughs> when you go to Japan from New York, you fly over Alaska. You go super north and you go back, come back down. I don't know why, but you do. Uh, you fly like straight over Anchorage, Alaska. It's crazy. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> a person I was with, the the groom, he was like, which I'm not scared of flying, uh, but I can get I can get freaked out if people say scary things about flying. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, man, if your plane crashes, you're dead. I mean, even if you su- survive the crash, you're polar bear meat. <laughs> it's like, dude, <laughs> which is true, but I don't need to think about that. Listen, polar bears need more food. They're habitat is quickly disappearing so you'd be helping the world it shouldn't be me (laughs) it's worth the sacrifice anyways back to the tea yes put your put your hatred of each other aside for a second (laughs) and let's talk about this tea 
I have nothing but love and gratitude. This tea is giving me more. Oh, because because of the love and gratitude in it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> We've talked about the cinnamon. Do we taste apple in this tea? Uh, maybe a, a little bit. I don't know, just like like sometimes when you have cinnamon and it's kind of sugary, I think sometimes the flavors can get lost because apple is just a very sweet fruit. So I don't know. Maybe I'm feeling that. Emily's abandoned her post at the microphone. Nora, what do you taste in this? Do you taste snickerdoodle? I taste snickerdoodle. I, I don't taste so much apple, but I think you're right. It's sort of subtle. Yeah, it's kind of, well, I've maybe I've, I've maybe said this fact on the podcast before, but a lot of uh, juices like uh, fruit punches or even like uh, grape juice and stuff will have a lot of apple juice in it because it's... Uh, Apple juice kind of blends in with whatever you mix it with and just makes it sweeter. So if you just, so a lot of stuff like, yeah, they'll say grape juice, you know, grape juice is probably the main ingredient, but they'll also cut it with uh, apple juice. Hmm. Nantucket Nectars comes to mind or uh, Snapple, I think does this. Their juices. I'm back. And Emily's back. <laughs> um, I don't know if I taste apple, just to, <laughs> just to add my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have one more question. Only one? Um, uh, I don't know. Um, do we taste orange blossoms? I don't know what orange blossoms I don't taste either. like. Do they taste like flowers or do they taste like orange? I would assume flowers. I think they taste like orange flowers. <laughs> that is not helpful. <laughs> uh, I think it's that thing where like the flower kind of tastes like the fruit. I mean, I guess the, the fruit does come from the flower. Yeah. And there's like, well, like... Like the whole plant, like the leaves and everything will all sort of have that same like scent to them because it's all growing out of the same tree. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I've noticed that with some things sometimes. I guess uh, sometimes. I guess apple trees don't smell like apples, but the the apples do. (laughs) Apple leaves don't smell Mm. like apples. (laughs) That's true. That is true. Orange blossom just makes me think of like Bath and Body Works. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like it should be lotion I'm putting on my body. Not necessarily. Are you gonna I'm drinking? Well, you can, you oh, can, sorry. you can also drink it. You can drink anything that's at Bath and Body Works. I is that true? I don't think that's, <laughs> that's true. I promise. I feel like you would definitely get a stomach ache. <laughs> we at TVD do not endorse you going to Bath and Body Works and drinking their products, even uh, if it is a Columbus-based company. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> so so interesting. It's one of the I, well, it's one of the limited brands, and it's a Columbus-based company. Anyways, this is, this is, I feel like we're in like a loopy, we're in loopy territory. This is what happens when you don't record in in a month. (laughs) You get real loopy. Uh, I'm feeling, I'm not a criticism of this episode. I'm just noticing we're, we're bunch of loopy weirdos right now. I also think it doesn't help that I had iced coffee before this. And so I've already had quite a bit of caffeine. Right. You said this is a caffeine tea. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. See, I don't drink coffee or anything. I never have caffeine. No coffee. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'm also, a, I'm a no coffee myself. I just I never got coffee. into it. Me neither. I've, I've never had more than like a sip of someone else's coffee. Sometimes I'm like, and that's probably happened five times my whole life where I'm like, I every, like once a year, I think, should I have another sip of coffee <laughs> to see if I still don't care for it? <laughs> And then I have one sip and I'm like, eh. Have I told this story on the podcast about the time I got coffee ice cream? I don't think so. <laughs> no. Anyways, I was young. I'm going to tell it's, it. I promise this is related to the conversation. And we were at somewhere 
with my parents. I think it was like an we old... We were at somewhere. somewhere. I think it was like an old-fashioned... Beautiful details. Place. <laughs> I was young. I was, I <laughs> we was were young. somewhere. We were somewhere. I think I was like four or five. And we are... We pass this coffee thing and I get coffee ice cream. And I think because in my head, I'm like, oh, adults like coffee. And I want my parents to, I don't know. I thought my parents would think I was cool. But fun fact about my parents. They don't think you're cool. (laughs) They they definitely don't think I'm cool, but they also don't like coffee. Oh, your parents like coffee. They don't drink coffee. My dad physically hates it. And my mom just drinks tea. I don't think she likes it, but that's not true. That was never her drink of choice. Um, And so I was like, mom, dad, look. I'm so cool. I have coffee ice cream. And they're like, oh, I'm surprised you liked it. And then I started to cry. Oh, no. I just want Ugh. the approval of my parents. Stories <laughs> stories that end with children cry. Like, children watching children cry in public, it doesn't really bother me that much. But hearing stories of people remembering when they cried affect me in a way <laughs> that I'm going to start crying right now. Please don't. I've really moved. Well, have I moved on from that? No, because you remember it. No, that, I have not moved on. That's that's why um, it gets me. Because I'm like, well, you remember crying that time, so it's literally affected your whole life. Yeah. But that's how memories work, right? Yeah. If you have like a strong emotional reaction, yeah. you remember it more. Yeah, and I yeah. cried. It wasn't just like a gentle cry. It was like soft. Yeah, <laughs> feeling I, rejected by your parents. And this, Mom, yeah. you made me feel rejected. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Well, I'm going to cry after this episode. Though. Please do. Um, I think it's time for the most important question we ask. Um, Nora, would you describe this <laughs> apple cinnamon warmth black tea as your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? One last sip. I had to think about it. I think I would say it is my cup of tea, Emily. Well, thank you so much. Oh, I have a question before we get to the question question. <laughs> Do you drink tea? Oh, yeah. So I do drink tea. I don't drink tea all the time. I drink a lot more tea in the winter. Do you and like iced tea? I do like iced tea. Iced tea makes me feel very grown up, but I, <laughs> t- I don't know why. I tend to only drink iced tea when I like go out somewhere mm-hmm. and then I can like order iced tea because um, it feels like I should be ordering lemonade, but then it's like the grown up version of lemonade <laughs> is ordering iced tea. So it makes me feel like an adult. Wow. That I, I, that feels true. That feels I don't think real. I've thought about this until right now, but but yeah, that is, that is why. Yeah. Uh, okay. If I don't want Coca Cola at a restaurant or Pepsi, I will get iced tea because it makes me feel a little fancier. It's a little fancier. It's a little yeah. classy thing to order. Um, I I'm not crazy about the iced tea they serve in like restaurants, unless it's like. If it's like a, if it's like if they made it themselves, I like it. But like I don't like if it's like vended. No, oh, I don't like that. So like, right, no, that's that's not yeah. as good. I like a place. So in in the the sort of Pepsi vein, if, if all they have on tap is like uh, Nest tea or whatever, I'm like, no thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a person who once made iced tea in a restaurant setting, and had to clean out the iced tea containers in a restaurant setting, it's hard work to make your own tea. Lots of tea leaves. Oh, I bet the water's really hot. One time it spilled all over me and it burnt my legs. Just cold brew it. And it was, it was the, the, the containers are very hard to clean. At least Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings for sports. Wow. Wax. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up, Emily? Hey, um, I have a question for you. I'd love to hear whatever this question is. I'm not aware of what it is ahead of time. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, is this apple cinnamon warmth black tea? Your cup of tea. Or not your cup of tea. <laughs> 
I love this tea. This tea is great. I'm having a great time with this tea. Um, I wish I had it as a candle. Mm. Uh, just so I could always have my kitchen smell like baked goods, snickerdoodles that I'll never have made for me. <laughs> that way I could finally know what that smell is like. <laughs> uh, if you keep bringing it up, I'm never making them for you. Well, you've never made them for me already, so I don't see how I'm hurting it, hurting my odds here. Um, yeah, this is great. It's like... Uh, yeah and it's like sweet without like there's no uh nora and i did not we did not put sugar in our versions but it's still pretty sweet without the sugar emily i know you put some sweet and low in there i did um but this is like it's definitely sweet on its own um and uh yeah i actually kind of would maybe try this with milk in it sometime but because uh, you did that but uh, i'm not gonna do it right now it seems oh. like it might be good with milk but i'm doing no milk and it's also good well there you go this is my cup of tea <laughs> i like it Emily, I am going to ask you a very similar question. Okay. <laughs> Do you find Plum Deluxes? Oh, yes. Uh, visit PlumDeluxe.com and enter in VIP code TBD for 10% off. Um, <laughs> Do you find the Plum Deluxe Apple Cinnamon, Apple, Apple Cinnamon Warmth <laughs> Black Tea? <laughs> too, uh, you broke it up please. too much and I just interrupted Don't interrupt you. me, Emily. Please don't interrupt <laughs> I'll start over. Do you find Plum Deluxe, PlumDeluxe.com, VIP code, TVD for 10% off your purchase, Apple, Cinnamon Warmth, Black, Tea, <laughs> to be your cup of tea, <laughs> or not your cup of tea? It's, I already interrupted you. You don't need to go that slow. Um, <laughs> but it would have been fun if you did it again. <laughs> uh, it's my cup of tea. It's very good. It tastes good with milk. It tastes good with sugar. Um... It's a hug in a mug. It's not, it's cinnamony, but it's not it so cinnamony like that I don't like it. Cause sometimes if a drink is too cinnamony, I don't like it. Um, yeah, I feel, I feel good about this tea. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's cinnamon and not, cause you've given me your cinnamon teas in the past and been like, I hate this. Yeah, <laughs> too much <I> cinnamon. <laughs> One of the rare, uh, Emily's not a cup of teas that she left here for me to finish. It this was is, so not my cup of tea that I is, couldn't have it in my house. This is not cinnamony like that was. Mm-hmm. All right, three for three. Three for three. We um, love the tea. I have mm-hmm. a follow-up question. Oh, boy. Nora, yes. do you feel like you were hugged by this tea? Well, it's definitely warm. I get the warmth. <laughs> I don't know if I feel warm. the gratitude. <laughs> I wow. don't know. But yeah, yeah, it feels like a hug. Okay. It's very comforting. It's like a hug from the inside. That sounds really creepy. Yeah. As I was thinking to say almost the same thing and I, I said it in my head. I went, hmm, what a creepy thing to say. <laughs> well, I'm here to say the creepy things that you're just thinking. Yeah. It's okay. We're the opposite of each other. So <laughs> <laughs> might as well you say it if I'm not going to. <laughs> uh, tita, what? I was going to ask you if you felt hugged, but I think we already answered it. So I feel hugged from the inside. Tea talk done. <laughs> tea talk complete. You stole my line. I did. Um, I want to follow up something about carrot cake cookies. I'm pretty sure I made them for you, Nora. Yes, I've definitely had okay. them. I wasn't going to say that. I didn't want to like rub it in. I'm going to be frank. I knew she made them for you. Without without her saying it or me really knowing it, I knew you must have. They were my Christmas cookies like two or three years ago. Yeah. I can't remember. They're pretty good. You know, we knew each other two Christmases ago. I can't remember. I was it. Yeah, I will. It might have been three Christmases ago in my defense. Two Christmases ago, we was just before we started this podcast. That's true. I'm pretty sure it was three Christmases ago. 
Have you ever made like tea cookies? Is that a thing? Um, I tried to make, this was when I was at the Children's Museum in Manhattan, so you might have tried them. I made chai tea cookies, but the tea leaves were too crunchy and they weren't very good. Yeah. (laughs) More cookies I've made for Nora. (laughs) But I think that would be, you could bring tea cookies to the podcast. That would be on theme. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? (laughs) (sighs) Cookie talk, done. (laughs) Uh, you want to throw to the topic? I'm gonna yeah. let you do it because Nora's your Nora's your friend and my enemy. So, <laughs> Nora, um, we've known each other for a while. Yeah, I tried to guess your topic, and my guess was wrong. Um, tisk tisk. Um, I've made you cookies before. <laughs> Nora, what Ooh. would you like to? What would you like to share with us on this podcast? So today, I'd like to open the floor to discuss. Dumplings. Ooh. Wow. I was just in Japan. <laughs> I know. It's so perfect. <laughs> I don't know if I would have guessed this. I did this, not but know that ahead of time. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if I would have guessed this, but it does fit in things I know about Nora. Yes. Yes. That makes sense to me. How would you like to open your statement about dumplings? Well, opening, so. Opening statements. <laughs> first of all, I think you need a working definition oh, yes. of a dumpling. So I'm a fan of dumplings, which is why I bring this up. But my primary reason that I like them so much, besides that they're many of them are very tasty, is that I think that most places have a dumpling. Like dumplings are kind of a universal food. Um, so I think you need a definition of what a dumpling is. Okay. Which Nora, I was thinking about this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so I would define dumplings as a blob of dough. <laughs> blob. <laughs> with some sort, with or without potentially some sort of savory filling mm-hmm. that can be eaten in not too many bites. <laughs> so not a calzone, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it has to be smaller than a calzone. Would a hot pocket be a dumpling? Mm. I'm like that's on the line. It's a pocket. It's a pocket. I know, but you can eat it in two bites. There's a filling that's savory. Two How big are bites? hot pockets? <laughs> I can, you can also do one, but I usually do two. Wait, you can eat a hot pocket. What? I thought they were like wait, like about? the size of your hand. Wait, have you never had the little mini hot pockets? Hot pockets. What are they called? Pizza pockets. Pizza pockets. Those are dumplings. Yeah, they're like they're like they're like an inch by inch. They're Pizza mini pockets. calzones. Pizza pockets are big, bigger okay. than you're thinking. Well, these are what I'm thinking of. Pizza pockets. are like this big. I'm making a shape for me. Yeah, they're like she's the size of your thumb. She's throwing me a diamond. I'm yeah. trying to give you references. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think I know what these are, but you said Hot Pocket, and that is... They're Hot Pocket branded. Are they? I don't know. Hot I'm po- going to look it up later. Hot Pocket is like bigger than um, bigger than a McDonald's apple pie. A Hot Pocket is supposed to be a whole meal. Yes. Like one it, hot, right? It, it does. Really, it should, it should <laughs> be I don't know anything about Hot Pockets. <laughs> it does pay me to say this, but you are correct. I'm thinking of something else that is related to a Hot Pocket. Mm-hmm. I feel like they were called Pizza Pockets. Yeah. We had a... Parks and Rec theme baby shower for my friends, and I believe we use those as mini calzones. I mm. think they're pizza pockets. So a mini calzone would be a dumpling, but a full calzone is not a dumpling. That's sort of how my definition's going. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think as soon as you gave us a definition, we had to sit here and poke yeah. holes in it. Is a McDonald's apple pie too big? Yes. It's too big and it's not savory. Ah, that's true. What if it was full of meat? <laughs> then it would be too J- big. Just too big? Yeah. That's true. But see, empanadas are where I'm a little bit like, they kind of are a dumpling. Ooh. So I would say an empanada 
It is a dumpling, although I feel like anyone who's from a place where they actually make empanadas would probably argue with they're me about little, that. They're a little bigger. But they're on the they're on the edge. Because those it might be too I, big. I feel like you, uh, you you'd have to have at least kind of. I feel like a I feel like an empanada is at least four bites. Are we? Maybe yeah. I don't know. I feel like they're yeah. a little bigger. Um, I watched a woman make dumplings when I was in Japan like the whole process of like frying them and putting all the pieces together and filling them. And it was quite a thing. <laughs> all the steps. I sat right in front of it and just stared at it the whole time. <laughs> I guess cause there's, well, cause there's fried and there's boiled and mm-hmm. there's baked. There's, those are all yeah. different ways you can do it. And frying is just boiling in oil, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it's just, it's still boiling. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Nora, um, dumplings. Yes. When was the first time you had a dumpling? Wow. Oh uh, I don't know the first time I had a dumpling. You were four or five. You wanted to impress your parents. I mean, <laughs> I probably had like ravioli, which oh. I would consider dumpling. Oh, my, oh my God. God. When I was very small. My brain just so. exploded. <laughs> yeah. Thank, like, thank God you just brought raviolis in this. <laughs> like and I you, said, there's, ravioli, or there's raviolis everywhere. There's dumplings also everywhere. Also true. <laughs> Uh, what are some other surprising things that on, are dumplings? Hold on, hold on, okay. hold on. In St. Louis, they deep fry raviolis. So I just combined deep frying and raviolis and St. Louis all into one reference. Well, all of your favorite things. Whoa. Uh, and you know why? This is a fun fact. Can about, you get them at the zoo? Uh, probably. Uh, here's a fun fact about St. Louis. <laughs> Most of their cuisine is created by accident, some sort of thing they messed up. Uh, so... The fried ravioli thing is because they accidentally threw their raviolis in boil in oil instead of boiling water. Like they screwed it up and then they pulled them out and they're like, well, I don't know. Maybe it's good. And then they had it. And now it's like a delicacy of St. Louis. It sounds good. I would eat it. I would eat it. Um, well, you guys are from, you know, flyover states, so I can uh, see why. Okay. <laughs> deep fried cheese is appealing to us. Yeah. <laughs> I do love deep fried cheese. Uh, I do too. Is a mozzarella stick a dumpling? Ooh. It's not dough, right? It's not dough. It's That's true. It's not dough. It's okay. Breading. It's breading, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm liking this definition more and more. <laughs> yeah. It's just fun to think, is this a, is this a dumpling? No, no, it is not. That's the game. Um Have you ever had the is this a sandwich debate? Yes. Uh, on the podcast. On the podcast. <laughs> did you guys discuss the system of like starch classification? Oh, we no, we did not no. get into starches. <laughs> I don't need to go into this if you want, but like a dumpling is like if you think about your food as a cube, where the starches is how you classify it. So oh, okay. like a sandwich has starch on the bottom and the top of the cube, and a dumpling has starch on all six oh my sides God. of the cube. Got it. So uh, what about an open face sandwich? Just on the bottom. That of the cube. is on just on the bottom. So that's not a sandwich in my in this classification system. And I also my the thing that I tend to Oh, and like, uh, but what about like a split bun sandwich? Like when it's just split, it's not cut all the way through. Like a, a lot of subs are that way where you don't cut all the way through the. Yeah, thing. but I think that's sort of a variation. Then it's kind of like a taco. Right. And also like a like hot dog. Sides. Just the the biggest the debate, debate is whether a hot dog is a sandwich and it has, it has bread the same way that, that my, I, here's where I fall on it. Uh, if it doesn't already have a name, so a hamburger is called a hamburger. It's not called. It's not a sandwich because it's called a hamburger. 
hot dog is not a sandwich because it's called a hot dog. But sandwiches are everything else that's like that because they don't they don't have a specific name to them already. What about a Reuben? Not a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have no stake in the sandwich game, yeah. just saying. Uh, no, you're the arbiter of sandwich <laughs> talk. Also, when you go to a restaurant, it'll often sandwiches will be put under the same place as hamburgers, but it'll say hamburgers and sandwiches. Back to, dum- back to dumplings. Back to dumplings. Um, okay, I have Better a question. than sandwiches. Um, Hot take. Sometimes I've had chicken dumpling soup, mm-hmm. but the dumplings are just like little pieces of dough. And the chicken is outside. Is that a dumpling? Yes. So this is where I said like filling or no filling. Okay. Because I would also say that gnocchi are dumplings. That's so good. Which also don't have a filling. This wow. is Dump- fascinating stuff. <laughs> um, I recently had the best gnocchi I've ever had um, at my friend's bachelorette party. It was at a place called the Neocoria or something like that. And I don't remember 100% where it was. I'm going to say somewhere downtown it was so good and the pesto was so good i want to go back (laughs) that sounds amazing i had beet ravioli the other day which i'm i don't i never ate a lot of beets growing up i don't know it's like not a thing we ate but they were amazing highly recommend the thing you don't normally eat (laughs) Um, catchphrase yeah (laughs) i'll I'll sell that to them if they want it (laughs) so now that i know that raviolis are dumplings Mm -hmm. i had dumplings from a very young age. Yeah. When was the first time you had dumplings? Uh, when I was two. <laughs> when I was two. <laughs> yeah. um, the first time I could eat solid foods, probably. <laughs> um, but I only recently got into like dumplings as you like normally think of them. Like, like from Asian food. Yeah, Asian foods. Asian food when dumplings. I moved to New York and now they're like my favorite food. Yes. yes. They're, they're a perfect food. Yes, they are a perfect food. And they're good for dipping in different things. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm. Yeah, I would say they're a pretty perfect food. I really like soup dumplings. I don't think I've ever had soup dumplings. Oh, soup dumplings is a pot. It's soup in the dumpling? Or? Yes. Okay. So, so it's like they steam them with essentially like broth inside so that you like nibble uh, a little hole and suck the broth out and then eat the whole thing. <laughs> they're amazing. What is this? What is a sustainable food container? Yes. <laughs> uh, that sounds good. I never had them until, I don't know, when we went to that one place. And now they're like my favorite. It was after the escape room we went to. Oh. Joe's Ginger. Yes. 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 They're so good. I just wanted to know, people to know when I had those dumplings. Yeah, that was, so, that was like, that was more insidery than we normally get. We're like, hey, remember that time we did that thing and we had the thing? <laughs> yeah. In fact, that's where I went for my birthday dinner with my mom and aunt because it was so good. Wow. They're worth they're worth a try, I would say. Yeah. Uh, I it's a thing I would like. I think it just is a happenstance. I've not had them yet, um, and uh, I I like I like dumplings. Soup dumplings sounds good. I like soups. Soups are good. I'm really a hot liquid person. <laughs> That's why I'm a tea per tricker. Uh, give me those hot liquids whenever you can. <laughs> hot tea all summer long. Yeah. Um, what are what are our favorite types of dumplings? Uh, are we talking? Are we talking traditional? No, sense, it has to be just a dumpling. Any dumpling? Any well, dumpling? Then it's raviolis. <laughs> oh, God. Or it'd be like little burritos. <laughs> I don't uh, know if I've ever pockets. had a burrito small enough to be rav- a dumpling. Um, did you guys see that video with the hamster that ate the little tiny burrito? No. It was like a. 
it was like a viral video a couple years ago, but uh, check it out if you haven't seen it. But somebody makes, they have like a pet hamster, I guess. Like I think it's a hamster or, you know, it could be a gerbil or something. I'm whatever. Uh, small rodent, <laughs> a, a pet rodent of some kind. And they just like meticulously uh, with like little ingredients and little utensils, like made a tiny little burrito and gave it to their hamster and it just eats it. It's very cute. <laughs> This sounds amazing. I really want to watch it. It feels like the it's like the kind of uh, yeah. I bet I bet at least half our listeners are like, I've seen that video. I have seen that video. Yeah, it's good. It's cute. That might be a dumpling. I don't know. I mean, is a burrito? Mm. Burritos are too big. But, it, but it's a burrito, not really dough. Yeah, I was gonna say it's, the dough. It's not yeah, dough, and it's way too big. It's more like a sandwich. Yeah. More like a sandwich. Bring back to sandwiches, but it's more like a salad with a sandwich exterior. Whoa. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Nora, <laughs> what is your favorite type of dumpling? I don't know if I could pick one type of dumpling. I think the multifaceted nature of dumplings is really the appeal. Okay. Um, I do. I might choose soup dumplings. I think those are my favorite I, if I had to choose. But I'm currently, we have a poster in our kitchen that is 40 different dumpling places in New York City that are all different kinds of amazing dumplings that I'm trying to pursue, trying all of them, um, which has been a great challenge. How many have you gone to? Oh, only, I think, six. That's pretty good, though. Six out of 40. Getting there. Some of the places don't exist yet. Yet. Or not yet, anymore. Oh, (laughs) That would be amazing if they didn't exist yet. (laughs) I know these are going to be good. I'm going to put them on the poster. My time-traveling dumpling poster. Um, I was like, well, maybe they didn't know they were going to open <laughs> like when they made them. Um, I have a similar thing with uh, oysters. I have like a, a pamphlet that's all the oyster places in New York to, to, to go. I've gone to none of them. Uh, <laughs> although I love oysters, I haven't opened the map, so I don't know where any of them are. Uh, I did have this one kind, These um, it's from this Asian like fusion restaurant, and he makes... I'm trying to remember the exact name, but they're like pretzel-inspired dumplings. So they're deep fried in like pretzel oil, but the filling is a traditional like pork dumpling, but you dip them in spicy mustard. They were really, really good. Is there salt on the outside? Yes, there's salt on the outside too. I just wanted to make sure. One of my other favorite foods, salt. Salt. (laughs) Give a shout out to salt. (laughs) You make everything better. Controversial opinion. I don't love salt as much as everyone else. I never add it extra. Yeah, but you Unless it's on french fries because I get so much salt from this. But there's probably so much salt in like... Whenever you go out to eat, there's salt in like everything. Yeah. There's salt in everything. So any restaurant is just like, let's pour some salt in here. So you you eat more salt then. I know, but I don't add it extra. And I don't... Pizza pockets, tons of salt. I know. Right. I know. If they just eliminated all salt from all food, you'd be like, food is gross now. I don't want to eat anymore. (laughs) I only want to eat fruit because fruit's good without salt. (laughs) My mom puts salt on her watermelon. It's gross. Don't people put salt on grapefruit or is it just sugar? I don't love grapefruit, but I'm pretty sure it's just sugar. I feel like you should try putting salt on it and see what it tastes like. Uh, well, the pe- reason people put salt in watermelon is watermelon is because it like neutralizes the acidic parts of it. So it ends up supposedly, I've never done it myself, but tasting sweeter. So it's possible it could work on other... F- so it like, has a weird opposite effect because it's just like acting as a, a neutralizer and not as an actual flavor to it. Hmm. So I don't know what would happen because grapefruit is also pretty, pretty sour. sour. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know if any amount of salt would. I mean, I can't even imagine what grapefruit would taste like if it was not sour. <laughs> um, although I have a grapefruit uh, seltzer water, and it's not really sour. Just 
Tastes good. Maybe I'm onto something. There you um, go. You should try it. Listeners, your- try it. Check in with us. <laughs> yeah, you you do it, not us. Um, I want to go back to your definition for a second. That mm-hmm. it has to be savory. Yes. But what if it's? I've made like phyllo things that would be considered dumplings, but they're sweet. Mm, like you, you can't make apple dumplings. Yeah. I feel like that is a thing. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you make it just anything that's wrapped in dough, then there's too many. Like tiny pies are not dumplings. That's true. <laughs> that doesn't feel right. Should they be? Though? I don't think so. Um, um, I wonder. Cream if- puffs. Donuts. Donuts. I wonder Donuts if- can be too big though. Now I have I have a question. Now I'm now I'm now I'm working this through. Does part of dumpling mean that the food inside it is cooked in the thing, or like a cream puff or a donut would be injected with That's it true. later? Yes, That's true. I uh, like that addition to the definition. Okay. Um, you can still make apple dumplings. With it yeah, because they're cooked inside yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. And tiny little pies would still be dumplings. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I feel that. Um. I mean, maybe because a pie is vented, that like disqualifies it. Because when you like cut little yeah. slits in the top of a pie, or also not all pies are covered. True. Pumpkin That's pie. That's true. Like, pumpkin covered. pie, definitely not a dumpling. No, not at all. No way. I mean, maybe apple pie shouldn't be considered a pie. Maybe we're maybe. <laughs> but apple pie traditionally is very large. But what's yeah. the difference between an apple dumpling and a tiny apple pie? Nothing. But there should be a difference because well, like, one's a dumpling and one's a pie. It's vented. That's the difference. That's what I'm saying. I've never made apple dumplings, so I think this is the lack of my knowledge of what an yeah. apple dumpling really is. I feel like I've watched The Great British Bake Off and they've made savory dump, not savory, sweet dumplings. Yeah. I feel like I've also made savory ones. I mean, Love Domino's makes uh, a sweet pizza, so why not? <laughs> I feel like that's breaking the rules of pizza. <laughs> Uh, but you can have dessert pizza. Yeah, well, kinda. I feel like that's I feel like that's a bastardization of pizza. <laughs> that's yeah. what I, that's what I'm getting at. It's like you took pizza and you ruined it, or whatever. I think the only people who make dessert pizza are large as fast food pizza chains. <laughs> that's true. That's why I brought up Domino's. <laughs> yeah, I think Pizza Hut has one too. I think the Italians would be pretty upset if you proposed dessert pizza to them. Yeah. You go to Italy and you're like, oh, I have an Oreo pizza. <laughs> they got mad. I studied abroad in Italy and a friend was really into barbecue chicken pizza. And she tried to convince the people at our local pizzeria <laughs> that they should make chicken pizza. And they were astonished that she would consider it. Uh, yeah. Whenever I have did not study abroad, but I did go to Italy. And whenever people talk about pizza and best pizzas, and they go, well, and I always have to say, well, I was in Italy and I had their pizza. I drop that every single time. <laughs> Gotta throw it out there. <laughs> I've never been to Italy, so... So you don't know anything about pizza. I was reminded today on Facebook that when I studied abroad in England, we went to a pizza hut. <laughs> There's, like, Domino's and stuff in uh, in Japan and, uh, like, everywhere, and they would say, like, American-style pizza on them. Uh, they're really actually quite big into pizza and Italian food in Japan, which I guess makes sense because Italian food is awesome. <laughs> Everyone should be into Italian food. Um but I was still, I'm still shocked when I go somewhere because you, you just go there and you expect everything to be their food. But then uh, that's not true here. No. Not everywhere is American food. Uh, but yeah. What are some other dumplings that you wouldn't think are dumplings? I'm just trying to, I'm trying to stretch the definition. Stretch it out. Yeah. 
I'm trying to think. Yeah, things that are wrapped up. Is it tortellini? The like little like. Oh yeah, the yeah. cheese. Yeah, pasta. dumpling. That's a dumpling. Okay. There's a lot of stuffed pastas that I yeah. think you could claim were dumplings. Chicken pot pie. Too big. Still a pie. It's a pie, <laughs> not a dumpling. That's a sandwich, right? If it's called something else, it's not. <laughs> I think it just gets. If it gets a little bigger, it becomes a pie. Like a, a pie is just a big dumpling. <laughs> That's what we've discovered. Pie is a big dumpling. <laughs> um, I think um, like matzo ball soup, like matzo balls, mm, dumplings. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I agree. What about just regular chicken noodle soup that has the noodles in it? Are noodles? Those are noodles. <laughs> noodles are not. But ravioli is also a noodle. A but it's of- a stuffed noodle. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> You're not going to win this one. <laughs> um. Yeah, what else is uh have you ever had I think it's called Spatzel? I have yes. When I was in Germany. That's a dumpling. Yeah. What's that one? Describe it for me. It's like a it's it's kinda like a noodle, but not not. It's like thicker. They do like spetzel with cheese, so it's kinda like mac and cheese, but not. I didn't love it, but it was, I had it. Is a garlic not a dumpling? I think that's bread. I think that's a bread. <laughs> Okay. I don't think it's stuffed. It's sort of infused well, with I was, garlic. I was, pro- I was promised being stuffed was not a... <laughs> well, um, I do think if it uses yeast to rise, it's not a dumpling. Okay. If it has to rise, it's it not a dumpling. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good point. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, per- uh, pierogies. Pierogies yeah. are definitely dumplings. So in that case, so donuts good. and cream puffs, as previously discussed, are definitely not dumplings because yeah. they do they're need all, to rise. Oh. And they're also filled... Yeah. After the fact. Actually, yeah. do donuts don't rise, do they? Aren't, I don't know if donuts rise. I don't think donuts rise. But I've made cream puffs and you use yeast. Have you made donuts? No. You have to have like a fryer. Mm. Well, you don't have to. But to make good donuts, you do. <laughs> but I have made cream puffs and they weren't good. Yeah. No big deal. So I'm, I haven't made cream puffs for I either of you. I cream puffs. Don't, Finally. Don't get mad. Finally, we're on the same team. <laughs> Emily's made herself them, so now I'm en- Emily's enemy. <laughs> uh, they were, I made them when I was in 4-H, and they were one of my projects called Yeast Breads on the Rise. Did you compete with these cream I, puffs against other cream puffs? I believe I did take them to my judging, and I did win first place. Oh! Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> and then I went to the state fair, and you didn't make anything for the state fair, but I did come in, I got an honorable mention. One of like 10 people Wait, did. you didn't make of, anything for the state fair? Then how did you get honorably mentioned? You do like different things. They like interview about the project and stuff. I'm pretty sure you didn't have to make anything. I could have forgotten. Anyways, I got an honorable mention out of, there's 88 counties. So there were 88 people and I was definitely top 10. No big deal. And No big deal. <laughs> uh, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I wanted. Um, <laughs> uh, gyoza? Those are Japanese dumplings. They're like pork and they're fried. My had, favorite type of dumpling. I had a bunch of those when I was in Japan. I just wanted to shout that out before. I didn't want the whole episode to go by without me talking about gyoza. <laughs> are the dumplings in Japan better than the dumplings you've had here? Um, I had dumpling. I really, because I was cycling through all the Japanese food, I had, I had dumplings twice. Um, the first time, the dumplings were bad. And I was very sad oh, about that. No. Oh my god, I, I'd be crushed. I think I just like went. I went to this. I realized after I was there, it was like 
it was kind of like going to a McDonald's and expecting a good hamburger. <laughs> and I didn't, I mean, it wasn't like, it, it did turn out to be a chain, although I didn't see, I never, this is the only one of this chain I saw. And I feel like there were only like five of them, but I got the impression that the food was like on the cheaper side. Cause even like the other food I got, like it came with like fried rice and uh, some other stuff, it, you know, like a soup and all of it was like subpar. And I was like, mm. boo. But the, so I had to seek out a second time <laughs> and the second time was very good. It's, uh, uh, I mean, probably the, so I'd say the best dumplings I've ever had probably are still in New York, but this is probably the best gyoza I ever had, uh, which I have ordered. I order frequently in New York cause I'll just get it. Like if I get sushi, I'll get that. It's like an appetizer. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was better than what I normally get here for that. Cause I feel like that's, that's less like an artisanal thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's like why I've had some really good ones in New York is cause like you'll end up going to some place that's like Vanessa's dumplings, right? Mm-hmm. That's one of the, yeah. love and, those. Like, and like you go there and you're like, oh, well, these are probably some of the best dumplings you could get anywhere in the world. <laughs> so I'm a little spoiled on that front. It's true. We're pretty lucky. We have a lot of dumpling options here in New York. Fun fact about Vanessa's dumplings is I went on a field trip this year with my students to the Lower East Side and we, one of the places we stopped at was Vanessa's dumplings. And I was going to only get chicken and um, vegetable dumplings, but the kids were like, no, get pork. And they ate all of them. I didn't even get to have one. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Those children. I know. So rude. It's okay. It was for them. I can go to Vanessa's dumplings whenever I want. True. And there's one even closer to you, right? The Williamsburg one? I've never been to that one, though. Wow. I've never been to the Lower East Side one. I've only been to the Williamsburg one. There's also one near 14th-ish. Wow. There's Hmm. three of them? I think so. They're very popular. They're very good. When my cousin, 18-year-old cousin, I guess he was 19 at the time, um, visited (laughs) me. That was one of the spots I took him because I was like, I got to take you to some dumplings. (laughs) My favorite, like, cheap, fast dumpling place in Chinatown is this place called Tasty Dumpling that's in between two different funeral homes, which is important to know. Um, but they're really, really good, and it's like a dollar for five dumplings. Well, that's Some good. places where they give you like the styrofoam plates and the dumplings, mm. but you can also get them in really big bags frozen. Ooh. Nice. So you could take them home and make them for yourself. Wow. Uh, there's a really nice dumpling place. I think it's called uh, like DD Dumplings, and it's right next to... Uh, it's in like the Flatiron area-ish or like Gramercy Park area of New York. And it's also near a comedy theater um, that I'm frequently at and uh, or frequently enough at that I'm like, ooh, I, I get to go get dumplings at the place across the street. It's very good. DD dumplings. <laughs> and they're also, it's super cheap. And they also, it's like kind of the same place, little styrofoam thing. And it's mostly takeout. Uh, but there's like a little park right there. You can eat it if you want to. <laughs> They're a great food because you can eat enough of them for a bit it to be a whole meal, but you can also have a snack dumpling. Yes. Mm. Usually pretty cheap. It's a good appetizer. It's, great it's appetizer. a good split, great splittable food because you can just get like a plate of six of them and everyone can have one or two. I you, love they're dumplings. easy to share. It's like tapas in that way mm-hmm. where you can just like buy mm-hmm. a, a bunch of different kinds and just, be, just grabbing at them. Oh, man. You guys want to get dumplings? <laughs> I know. I should have brought some with me. <laughs> yes, probably. For this. Um, while I was home in Ohio, um, I was really craving dumplings and my parents wanted to go to a Chinese restaurant. And so I ordered dumplings and while they were not as good as I could get here, they were definitely like frozen prior. Mm-hmm. They were fine. They <laughs> satisfied me. Satisfactory. Yes. Uh, Is a crab rangoon. Oh my a dumpling? God. Uh, 
I feel like the wrapper is different. Yes, but enough. so many like a noodle, like a ravioli wrapper is way different from That's true. a regular dumpling. I think it is. Hmm. I think it is. Is a samosa a dumpling? Yes. Yeah. hundred percent, I think. Yeah. So um, we are, we're going to start winding down a little bit because we're, we're getting near the end. But now I know we don't normally do this. But I looked up dumpling on Wikipedia. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And I wanted to wait until we got near the end because I didn't want to like, I ruined the conversation. But now that we're near the end, I want to do a little like speed round of like, oh, that's a dumpling kind of thing. You <laughs> okay, know? let's do it. First, I'll read how they define it, which I think is actually very close how you defined it. I don't know oh, if you looked on Wikipedia. No, I haven't. I promise. And actually, I, I think there's one specific reason you didn't look on Wikipedia because there's a clarification here. Dumpling is a broad classification for a dish that consists of pieces of dough made from a variety of starch sources wrapped around a filling uh, filling or of dough with no filling. Mm. That was a weird... That, the that. sentence is a little weird, but <laughs> the dough can be based on bread, flour, or potatoes, and so maybe... It can be a bread. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and maybe filled with meat, fish, cheese, vegetables, fruits, or sweets. Fruits or sweets. Sweets. Mm. Uh, uh, dumplings may be pre- u- prepared using a variety of methods, including baking, boiling, frying, simmering, or steaming, and are found in many world cuisines. Um, I do have to I'll make a clarification about my uh, St. Louis thing. They're called toasted ravioli. That's how they refer mm-hmm. to it. Uh, I was calling them fried ravioli earlier. Uh, and you dip them in marinara sauce. Mm-hmm. Like a... Like a... Mozzarella stick? Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and then they have all of them listed by continent so every continent yes. has these uh i love this can i pause you for one second yes is a kanisha dumpling before we get to this oh it's like a i think they might be a little too big they might be too big yeah that's what i was thinking too okay Kanish i just wanted to ask be, that before it uh, got to. that's a jewish food yeah. yeah it's on the list what okay Kanish, let's right go here. through some of these yeah yeah let's hear it uh, i'm ready <laughs> and so we can argue yeah i'm ready to argue Wikipedia, <laughs> yeah with the general uh, popular. Well, there's Af- some African ones. Uh, Banku, Kenki, uh, Tilo. I don't think I've ever had any African dumplings. Yeah. I don't think I have I either. should make sure I check that out. Uh, Add it to your poster. Ethiopian mm-hmm. ones, uh, South Africa. I've been to an Ethiopian Mo- restaurant. Most of these are, most of these don't seem to have their own Wikipedia articles. There's probably not much about them. Uh, let's see. Uh, like, okay, South Africa has... Uh, a dumpling called uh, Melkos, L-M-E-L-K-K-O-S. These dumplings are formed by putting milk, one teaspoon at a time, into a dry flour mixture. These flou- The flour clings to the milk and forms dumplings, which are then boiled in a mixture of milk and butter. They're served hot and sprinkled with cinnamon sugar. That sounds amazing. Oh, so that's like, like when you get little fried dough like balls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, believe we're, I believe those are dumplings now. <laughs> uh, okay, American dumplings. <laughs> Oh, is this just giving me a whole, not giving me a list, it's giving me, just telling me how we make them in America. I get that already. Uh, tortilla dumplings made by adding tortillas and fillings to a boiling pot of stock. Uh, huh? I don't know. I've never had that. I've never heard of that. Uh, boiled dumplings made from flour to form a dough. A pot of boiling mm. chicken or turkey broth is used to cook this dough. The thickness and the size of the dumplings is at the cook's discretion. Ooh. Ooh, so they can be any size. Yeah, I have made chicken and dumplings. Yeah. It is op- optional to serve with the meat in the dish or on the side. 
So you're just cooking it in the thing, but not with the thing, whatever. <laughs> uh, baked dumpling is a popular American cuisine. These sweet dumplings are made by wrapping fruit frequently a mm-hmm. whole tart apple in a pastry, then baking until the pastry is browned and filling is tender. Yep. 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 yep sweet yep. dumplings. Yeah. Sweet dumplings. I guess I, I missed out. Yeah. Uh, Manti is now we're on, oh, I'm on Asia now. Manti okay. is steamed dumpling from Central Asia and Chinese Islamic cuisine. Hmm. Contains a mixture of ground beef or uh, uh, ground lamb or beef spiced with black pepper enclosed in a dough wrapper. These are more traditional, mm-hmm. what we were thinking. There's a lot of Russian dumplings. Mm-hmm. I went to a Russian restaurant in Brighton Beach that was on a different dumpling list. <laughs> <laughs> and we were, we walked in and we were the only people not speaking Russian in the whole place. And they looked at us like we had landed on another planet. But their dumplings were pretty good. So it was worth it. <laughs> it was worth it. There's a kind of uh, Chinese thing called zongzi, which is wrapped in a bamboo leaf. Hmm. Well, there's dough inside of that, but it's oh. prepared. It's like dough filling it's like and wrapped in a thing. Yeah. Um, there's a Russian dumpling place in the 59th Street Columbus Avenue station that whenever I walk past, I think I could go there. And I never have because it seems like a weird place to get dumb food. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> in the subway station. Yeah, but it's like fancy. It's um, oh, it's it's like it's like fancy. There's lots of stores. There's a lush. Yeah. Wonton. Yes, mm. I made wontons in 4-H. They were good. Uh, generally, like the idea of dim sum, the having a little thing of dump dumplings. <laughs> um. Yeah. See. See. Also, dim sum. <laughs> Go to another article. Uh, a bunch of different. Uh, a bunch of different Indian dumplings um yeah a whole long list of them i'm not even going to try to pronounce all these because there's no way i can uh even the short ones samosa they do list samosa here samosa is very is a why did i ask the word very add the word very samosa is a popular savory snack eaten in the indian subcontinent subcontinent and iranian uh plateau it is a fried dumpling usually stuffed with mince vegetables mainly potatoes and various other spices Okay. Uh, I do love samosas. Yeah. I do like samosas. Oh, dango. Oh, man. Japanese. Okay. Here's a weird thing I had in Japan that I completely forgot until I'm just reading this now. Uh, dango is a sweet dumpling made from rice flour, similar to moshi. Dango is eaten year-round, but the different varieties are traditionally eaten in given seasons. Three to four dangos are often served in one skewer. Yeah, so this was like little balls of dough. Um, and you could... Uh, yeah, it's like a sticky ball of dough stuck onto a skewer, and they'll put three of them onto one skewer. And the ones I had had like this kind of barbecue sauce stuff on them, or like a brown, like a Japanese brown sauce kind of thing. Uh, but they also had like sweet ones that had, uh, and they would be just cooked sort of on a grill. Kind of. They didn't have like grill marks on them, but just like heated on a grill. Uh, and you could get like green tea ones too. Um, and there are other flavors, but I don't remember what they were. But I remember one was green tea. <laughs> I think you should adopt just yelling, oh, dango, as like a new <laughs> expletive. Dango. Uh, well, I had it. So there was this kind of cool like market in Japan that I went to that I had these. And I thought it was kind of like one of those markets where you just like a Chelsea market kind of thing or like a place you can just walk through and like grab little snacky foods or whatever. I'm trying to think where else that's like in New York. Um, but uh, I was like, oh, this looks cool. And then like. 
I fa- figured out what it was. I was like, oh, it's Dango or whatever. And then I kept seeing it everywhere I went the rest of the trip. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's everywhere. Um, let's see, Korean, Mongolian, Nepalese. Uh, I mean, there's, it's from everywhere. And I haven't even gotten to Europe, <laughs> the Middle East. I don't have time to read all these. What about, let's, let's go to Europe. Let's go to Europe. Let's see what noodles they consider dumplings. Ooh. Um, I don't know. This is going to, this is going to take me too long. This isn't good enough. This isn't good podcasting. (laughs) I just Uh, think if we're considering dumplings in like a soup as dumplings, I think a case could be made that spaghetti is a dumpling. Spaghetti is not a dumpling. No, 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 no. Uh, the Potato Dumpling Museum is, what? is uh, located in Germany. We have to go? <laughs> yes. I'm all about what potatoes city? and dumplings. I can't pronounce this. <laughs> the, uh, oh, wait. No. All right. Heichelheim. Heikel, Let's go. I have my tickets already. Uh, the museum is called Thuringer Club Museum. <laughs> the word museum is just there, so I'm just going to pronounce it the way I would hear. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of these. Anyways, hey, anyone listening, go check out the Wikipedia article for uh, pierogies on here. Um, See, it's truly a universally loved food. It's like I we love all decided we needed to wrap things in dough and that that was the best way to eat anything. Yeah, it's funny because I, I really did think uh, Enoki is on here. Ravioli, tortellini are on here. <laughs> I was right. Uh, they, <laughs> I'll just read this because it's fun. Ravioli and tortellini fit the basic definition of a dumpling. These are pockets of pasta. Enclosing various fillings. <laughs> like, great. Thank you. Uh, oh, oh my God. Similar in shape, a calzone is an Italian oven-baked folded pizza that originated in Naples in the 18th century. A typical calzone is... I think they're counting calzones here. Uh, that seems... Do they count pie? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to just search for pie on here. <laughs> pie? <laughs> If you're on a computer, Wait, you could do yeah. control is F. Pie a calzone, <laughs> or is pie a calzone? No, is pie a dumpling? Um, while Matt's looking this up, I did is look dumpling up, a pie. Uh, I did look <gasps> up. That's the other way to think of it. Are all dumplings pies? Oh my god. Oh. Um, I found a picture of the pizza rolls I was discussing. Yes, Totino. <laughs> yeah. Oh non spawn <laughs> Oh my god. There's. Wait a minute. <sighs> okay. So on Wikipedia, I'm got, I'm getting in the weeds here. There is a discussion uh, around dumpling, and the discussion is dumpling versus pie, and it's people going back and forth. Like, what is the difference between a dumpling and a pie? My understanding is that a, that a pie is baked and a dumpling is boiled. Should the distinction be reflected? You baked dumplings in the article. So this is people arguing what should wow. be in the actual article about dumplings, and someone else replies, "There are other distinctions. For example, a pie is always." constructed of a crust and a filling while many dumplings are either pure dough or have filling mixed fairly evenly throughout the dough this is bonkers that this is all here maybe a pie is a subset of dumpling maybe dumpling is just a much wider category that seems pop tarts question mark (laughs) pop tarts are definitely dumplings (laughs) are pop tarts really considered to be dumplings in north america a less dumpling like food i cannot imagine surely this is vandalism oh this is like somebody commenting like so it's I mean, I weird. think they are, according th- to Wikipedia's they definition. Uh, they have a filling. They have a, a dough. They're cooked with the filling inside the dough, which yeah. is part of our definition. Oh, man. This is this is bonkers. All right. I'm done reading from Matt, Wikipedia. Here's the Totino's pizza rolls I was discussing. I, I, I know Totino's. Um, uh, I had them so often as a kid. 
It makes me want to sing the pizza on a bagel song, even though I know that's not what that is. I also had pizza bagels all the time. Pizza bagels are great. If you took two pizza bagels and put them on top of each no. other, do you have a dumpling? No. <laughs> is it a you sandwich? You have a sandwich. <laughs> I'm glad we all got there at the exact same time. <sighs> all right. Well, that's sort of the end of the show. Nora, do you have anything else you want to say about dumplings? No, I think we've covered it. I, I want to encourage everyone to go check out a new dumpling. A new dumpling place and a new type of dumpling. Yeah. Open your minds. Expand your definitions. I want to say check out the Wikipedia article <laughs> on dumplings and possibly read the discussion portion where they discuss what parts should and should not be included and or changed to the article. <laughs> I want to say go have some soup dumplings. <sighs> okay. So you have homework. Listeners, you have homework. Okay. Is that everything? Yeah. Uh, well, Nora, thank you yes. for being here. Thank you. Yes, thank for you so much, Nora. Discuss this with you. Yeah. Thank you for coming on and getting us all in a dumpling talking mood and coming to the conclusion that Pop Tarts are dumplings. <laughs> I think we've all learned a lot. We're, we very offensively got to talk about how that's, yeah, a dumpling. I guess, uh, with toaster strudels. Uh, toaster strudels are very similar to like an apple dumpling. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if a hot pocket is a dumpling, so like, if a calzone is a dumpling, a toaster strudel is a dumpling. <laughs> so, like, regular strudel also dumpling or too big well according to the wikipedia article size doesn't matter yeah that's i'm gonna what they think i'm gonna start calling all these things dumplings like oh look don't like just like pointing at a, a pop tart and be like oh strawberry filled i just uh, love dumplings. dumplings i love my love dumplings hold one up to people look at a box uh, of dumplings uh look at, yeah cut into a calzone man i love dumplings oh <laughs> <laughs> uh. And anyone who knows me knows I am the kind of jerk who, who would like do that in real life. <sighs> okay. Nora, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. And uh, that's, uh, oh, uh, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. That's a plug I, don't, I haven't given in a while. Uh, rate, rate, subscribe, review. Go to our Instagram page and like all of our pictures. All of them. Please. There's only like 300 of them. Go back and like every single one of them. Uh, I know I did. <laughs> um, all right, that's it. Thanks for listening. See you next week. <laughs> My name is Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Riggins. And this has been TBD. With Matt and Emily. Thank you. Bye. Bye.